0: You're listening to Embrace Your Beautiful Destiny, a show where we will talk about finding beauty in the most unconventional places in our lives. So every week, we'll talk about dealing with disappointment or overcoming frustration Dealing with stuff that just gets under your skin and derails you. We'll also have amazing guests on here that will be sharing their stories. So I'm your host, Shanna Strange. Let's dive in.
1: I'll celebrate
0: the Hey, welcome back. We're gonna jump back into the second half of my interview with Michelle Descavage. She is an author, speaker, and a life purpose coach.
2: I had a big discussion about this the other day of women in A corporate setting. let's Mm -hmm. take a corporate setting women are more likely than men to be interrupted even by other men and they were because I just read this great book that was talking about this kind of dynamic Mm -hmm. and they said even in movies like in frozen 2 where Elsa and Anna are very strong characters no no one comes to save them like they work Mm -hmm. out the problems the males still have more lines in that movie than the females You know, and it's just these subtle messages mm-hmm. we get that you might offend someone or yeah. you might, what will people think mm-hmm. if you speak up or if yeah. you are bold and it's not to railroad anybody mm-hmm. like that is never the point, but own your gifts. Yeah. That's you right. know, and it's just like you and Heather are both amazing vocalists. And if people came up, oh, that was so good. Oh, it's all the Lord. Like, we know (laughs) God gave you that gift. Just say thank you. You could say thank you. Or, man, that song you wrote was so powerful. Yeah. Thank you. Because, yes, God gave you those words. Yes, God gave you that story. And from your own experience or from Mm -hmm. what you observed. But you had to sit down and write the thing.
1: Mm -hmm. You know. So
2: if we would just kind of step up and take ownership and be like, Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You know, and we don't have to minimize. Oh, it was okay. It's not my best. Like we minimize things. Right.
0: Yeah. And women do more than men. You don't really Mm -hmm. hear men doing that. You know, it's such a gender thing. Yes. Uh, And it's because I think it's just suppression, you know, of women and even in the church, especially in the church. I'm actually in a denomination that really doesn't do that. So Mm -hmm. uh, I can... And I, was, I wasn't raised that way. My dad right. was very um, – included us in everything and raised
1: us to play for right. And
0: we had horses. And, I mean, it wasn't – I didn't really realize that until I got older and got into mm-hmm. some situations in the world. And in in churches beyond where I was, and I started to feel like I I was made to feel like because I I was a woman, I couldn't leave worship, or I couldn't uh, use the gifts that God had given to me, and it started to frustrate me, you know, and so I Mm -hmm. just finally, and I fought that system forever, and finally, I felt the Lord just release me and say, you don't need to be here. You need to go somewhere where you're going to be allowed to be who you are, and you don't have Mm -hmm. to apologize for it all the time, so I did. Thank God. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh. And even for me, because I've been told I'm intimidating, Mm. I was like, what? Like, do you all know me? Yeah. Clearly not. And I said, I think it's because people are not used to a woman who will speak up. Yeah. Because if someone, and I preface it, if someone asks me their opinion, do you really want the truth? Because I'm Mm. not going to sugarcoat and I'm not going to lie to you. Right. Like, Mm. I'm just not. I'm not that person. There are other people that will do that for you. And I want to encourage you, but I will, I will tell you the truth. Like I'm also the friend that if you have spinach in your teeth, I am so there for you. I'm not going to let you walk around with that. right? (laughs) And when asked and not really allowing for other people Mm -hmm. to step on or take an idea, you know, and that's kind of raised by a football coach who was, come on, I'm going to show you how to throw a punch, throw a Mm -hmm. spiral, you know, all these things. And so it's just interesting. As I look back, I'm like, oh.
1: Yeah. I'm
2: just not used to a woman who will do that. You know, it's mm-hmm. not the commonality
1: mm-hmm.
2: and things like that. And my daughter, who's much, I don't know if gentler is a word, but quieter than I mm-hmm. am. And, you know, she's yeah, very much a thinker and feels very deeply... And she'll talk about in group work. She's like, "Well, I don't want to interrupt. Well, I don't." And she said, "But I was trying to share, and these people were talking over me." And then the mm-hmm. idea I shared that someone said no to, someone else brought it up, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's a great idea!" Mm-hmm. And I said, "Here's what you can do." Oh, yeah, that's like what I was saying. <laughs> and swing it back around, like you can. Yeah. And that's not being rude, and it's not being unkind, and it's still being considerate of others. And I think. We're just such a society of extremes where it's yeah, be kind, don't hurt anyone's feelings. So that mm-hmm. means play small. Yeah. That's how we've interpreted that message.
0: Yeah. but like, if you Hold have yourself this, back and don't right. make another man look bad because you're, you're talented or gifted or smart or whatever, right. you know? And
2: just like you, because I was involved in FCA. So I was going to speak at schools and do all these things. And then I went to the college I ended up graduating from. This it was just a whole different world for me where in mixed groups, women would not pray. It was only the males. And when I first got there, so I didn't know this. So they're asking for volunteers. I was like, I'll do it. And so one of the girls like, no, you can't.
1: Yeah, I can.
2: And she's like, no, you don't. Because, and I was like, so what if there are men in the room, you know? And then a few years in, two of the baseball players and I decided to start an FCA on mm. campus and there are some people, Oh, it won't work. They've tried before. And I was like, who cares if it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. We're, we're just doing what we think needs to be done right now mm. to help some of these athletes. So the one night that a bunch of people decide to visit or to come to this meeting that had been kind of small, just a couple of athletes that really didn't feel included in some mm. of the church and what the school is based on but all these people decide to come check it out one night and we have a guy on guitar which that wasn't always looked highly upon during worship and I'm speaking (laughs) and I thought oh my gosh they're never coming back we're getting emails we're getting messages and so I told the guy one of the guys I said well prepare be prepared to get called in to whatever office about this because Mm -hmm. I'm not going to back down just because they're here. (laughs) I'm still going to do this and I'm not ever, you know, whatever, um, trouncing on people. And I just thought, Oh boy, (laughs) (laughs) I don't belong. And I remember in that setting people, Oh, you're such a rebel. (laughs) No, I'm not. But it was just, me doing something that a lot of those females yeah were accustomed to whereas so yeah. many of them oh I just want to meet my husband but that's a lot of money I want my degree yeah <laughs> you know and neither is better than the other mm-hmm. either you know because then we're made to feel if we're ambitious yeah but you don't want a family then there's something wrong with you yeah. if you just want a family but you don't you have no ambition quote unquote then something's wrong with you I was like we kind of put ourselves in this position where nothing ever measures up. So we wonder why so many women are struggling with their identity. Like we put them in an impossible situation.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's finding that balance of, you know, being a wife and a mother and also – pursuing those things that God's put in your heart and knowing that there's no condemnation toward that. Like there's, right. that's those desires that constantly stir in you. Um, and you try to push them back down to press them because you're a woman, you're not supposed to be doing that. Um, right. they come back up, they keep coming back mm-hmm. up. And so many women I think are trapped thinking, um, Oh, it's, I'm just evil. I'm just horrible. I want things that God, doesn't want for me, no, no, he wants that for you. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not the right season, maybe you know, maybe right. he wants to start small, maybe it's going to get bigger and grow as you walk it out and your kids get older. That's what happened in my life. You know, mm-hmm. I only have one daughter, but um, when she was younger, we did do a lot of ministry, but we just drug her everywhere with us, with with us, right? Together. And um, we toured and she would go on the bus with us if, if I didn't take her, my mom would watch her, but there, you know, there was a stretch of time where I settled down, raised her. Now she's 21. Now I'm free to kind of do whatever my husband works off. So I spend lots of time in ministry. And I just want to encourage women who are listening to this, that you're like, I'm never going to get to do what God said. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. will. You will. If you're faithful in that moment, in that season that you're in, um, and you don't, like let mm-hmm. go of those things he put inside of you. Right. He'll give you the opportunity to do it. And you take those steps to walk. Definitely. Yeah.
2: And I think we have to find what works for, for those yeah. of us who are married and have children, mm-hmm. what works best for our families. And then there's, I think within the church, we don't serve our singles very well mm-hmm. either. Cause a lot of them are made to feel if you aren't married, you're lacking, or if you're mm-hmm. married, but you don't have kids something again you're missing the mark you know and that's not that's not at all the case and
1: Mm
2: -hmm. I mean I'm the same way because I have six more years with my daughter in the house and with these doors that have closed you know and first of all how awesome is it that because when I was out speaking last fall Mm -hmm. my daughter came with me so she got to see that just like your daughter got to see you Mm -hmm. You know, so they're getting a different perspective that is so powerful and so meaningful
1: Mm -hmm.
2: of, oh, women can do this too. You know, Mm -hmm. women can speak out and, you know, all the, and share and teach and encourage and have Mm -hmm. these gifts and (laughs) things. And it's so incredible, you know, and it was just amazing to see how that impacted her and even the women who were at these events, because I would bring my child up on stage with me Mm -hmm. and have her talk and share a little bit because she's like a, 30 year old in a little middle school body. <laughs> and like these women would just, Zoe, can, yeah. like, can I pray over you? Can I do that? And just encourage her. And that's invaluable.
0: Absolutely. So
2: now when God's like, you're not doing that anymore. You know, that was a hard hit for mm. me. Like, oh, that's frustrating.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: then I said, like, especially in these middle school years mm-hmm. <laughs> between going out and speaking and being with my own family right now.
1: Mm. Like
2: my daughter and my husband take precedence yes. 100% of the time.
1: Yes. And
2: that's what's right for me, for other women. Mm-hmm. They can have their families and go do those things and it works for them. Do it. Yeah, and I do think it without apologies. If your apology. spouse
0: is in agreement and mm-hmm. you both feel like you're supposed to be doing that, I think that's your green light, you know. Exactly. But if there's tension in the marriage and the children are you know, they're stressed out because they never see their mom. Mm-hmm. I think those are indicators. Hey, right. Back up. because I'm, and I wrote this in my book. I put it in like chapter two where I was talking about my marriage with my husband and all that. And we have seen so many marriages crumble. People that were in ministry, mm-hmm. people that had churches, they were pastoring. Um, their marriages crumble, and we just we were like, "What is the deal and we felt like a lot of the times i mean there are a lot of times somebody gets tempted sexually to have a, mm-hmm. a or something, but a lot of times what you see is people not not ministering to their family like they're they're getting on platforms and they're just pouring out to all these other people, but their family has, has nothing, has no Mm -hmm. part of them. And I'm like, this cannot be God's will. I mean, no, I I don't pretend to know everything, but I just feel like, man, that just doesn't feel right. You know? Right.
2: And it was interesting to me as I was traveling and it wasn't like a ton. It was like seven Mm -hmm. dates, but the times that either just, My daughter was with me, or that my husband came too. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed those infinitely more.
0: Yes, I agree. Yeah.
2: And it's just for me right now, that's what's important. And I'm so thankful because my husband was like, if God tells you to go, you go. Mm -hmm. I'll handle it. Mm -hmm. We'll be fine. You know, so I've Mm -hmm. always had that support that is invaluable. Yeah. But I thought for right now, for right now, and there's some. Young people in our own church that these younger women, college age, that mm-hmm. I'm really getting to know. And I was like, if I were doing that, I wouldn't have this time with them mm-hmm. to just get to pour into them and encourage them. And mm-hmm. it's so incredible. My daughter and I mm-hmm. have started writing a mother daughter devotional. Oh, that's going to be great. Because we were during the fall. We would go out, places running errands. I mean, she's Mm -hmm. hugely fun to run errands with because she's really Mm -hmm. funny. And everywhere we went, at least one person would make the comment, oh, you guys are having fun together. Mm -hmm. And Zoe looked at me one day and just asked, why does everyone say that? Mm -hmm. Do other people not? Yeah. (laughs) And we go into a store and there's another mother and daughter and they were not having fun. Is what Mm. I will say. And Zoe looked at me and just went, Oh, that's why.
1: Mm. And
2: I just kind of have seen some dynamics of that relationship needing some healing. Yeah. And again, it goes back to identity. Yeah. And so I Mm -hmm. asked my daughter, Would you be interested in doing this devotional? And just letting her in have some input of, hey moms, this is what it's like right now for us. And then speaking to peers. Hey, just know. And she actually, my goodness, it blew my mind. My mm-hmm. husband and I were like, oh my gosh, she wrote this. And she was talking about wanting to fit in, like do the wrong thing
1: yeah,
2: just to fit in. Mm-hmm. And she said, we're going to do that. The desire to want to do the wrong thing just to fit in will not go away,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but we can change our mindsets about it. And God will use those broken pieces. Like basically saying, all is not lost. There's, I mean, just in three sentences, spoke of hope, gave vision and spoke like, there's no shame. Like we all, there are times that we're like, I'd like to do this because it Mm -hmm. would just be easier. Mm -hmm. There's less complications, but it's not right.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, I don't care how old you are, that happens, but saying, Hey, if we'll change our mindset about it, Then we don't have to make those bad choices. Yeah. You know, and I was like, dang, child, like here, just write the rest. Like it's fine. (laughs) We'll just you know, so to be able to develop that in her. And again, giving her space to use her voice. Yeah. It's just so incredible. And we're only like we only have the first week done. So we have a lot of work to do still. But just to be able to do this process with her. Yeah. I'm so excited, you know, without any other distractions. And so who knows what all this year has, but that just concept of identity, God's like, just speak this and Mm -hmm. speak Mm -hmm. these things. And you know, he's been so faithful. Like I was in a room full of our small group leaders who help with the youth
1: Mm -hmm. at
2: our church, these females, and they're just precious and lovely and some of them are so wonderfully young Mm -hmm. it's (laughs) so nice just to be around that energy and that just different stage Mm -hmm. I just love it Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and God was just speaking a scripture in my head and hey tell explain this verse I was like that doesn't even make sense right now with what people Mm -hmm. are saying you know the whole time and then it was towards the end one of the girls shared something she was struggling with of being frustrated with these closed doors.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: God was like, now. And I think we so miss, or I have missed opportunities because I was not standing in the place I thought I should be standing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, totally agree.
2: When again, God was like, if you'll just be faithful in the place that you are, yeah, I will use you for my glory and for my purpose,
1: mm-hmm. but
2: you've got to stop looking every which way mm-hmm. yeah. and pay attention to the place I have you, you know, yeah. and take root here. And sometimes it's easy. Oh, I thought I would have a, cause I thought, Oh, I'll write this book.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then <laughs> these things will happen yeah, or not. And then I'll do this other book and I'll yeah. do a little bit of speaking. And then this will really open up and maybe yeah. this publisher will come knocking on my door and all of the things, and it'll be wondrous. And The heavens will open and the angels will sing and, or maybe I'll do a little bit and then God will say, okay, now you sit.
0: Yeah. I think it's really about being spirit led. I think not Mm -hmm. having this stupid marketing plan or this agenda platform building, (laughs) agenda where you know okay yeah this year I'm gonna write two books I'm gonna release an album I'm gonna try to book 50 dates or whatever ridiculous right. thing in your head I'm not saying goals are bad but for me goals have never worked Um they've always made me strive and I think striving mm-hmm. is not in the heart of God for us I think we're supposed to rest and that doesn't mean we don't work but we're led about the things that we do and exactly. one of the seasons of my life when I was in um, my daughter actually was in junior high, she was in middle school, and um, it was a weird season because I had just gotten released from a record label, so Mm -hmm. God started shutting all these doors in my life. I was devastated, brokenhearted, didn't know who I was anymore. Um, All I was doing, I had to go back, no, I wasn't going back to work yet, actually. Um, We closed our church, God instructed us, and uh, it was just a weird season for us, but all in the middle of this, my poor daughter is in seventh grade and stressed out from, from all this transition. (laughs) I know, poor baby. And so um, I started going up to her school. She went to a Christian school and I would go up there and substitute teach. Well, from that, they realized that I had played volleyball in high school and junior high. And they said, (laughs) "Will you coach the middle school (laughs) girls. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I love volleyball and I want to be with my daughter. So I spent the two years coaching and had the time of my life and Mm -hmm. pour into these girls. And I was so like. I loved it. I loved it. And I just laid down some of those other dreams Mm -hmm. that I had been carrying and just enjoyed those couple of years. And it actually brought healing to me. And now, Mm -hmm. I mean, I cry when I think about those, that season now, because it was so precious to me to spend with my daughter, to get to spend that. I'll never get that back. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're a mother and you have a call on your life, which we all have a call on our life, um, even if it is just mothering or being a wife, but a lot of us have another call, you know, Mm -hmm. we, we all have a call to evangelize and disciple, um, and whether or not you step into that, you know, that's between you and the Lord. But Mm -hmm. uh, I think a lot of us long for things beyond just being a mother in that season, we just want to give all of our time and devotion to ministry. And I would just say, don't rush that. (laughs)
1: because mm-hmm. oh, I, I, so,
0: I miss it so much
2: man and yeah. especially middle school yeah like can we just talk about the mess <laughs> yeah
0: I know and it's
2: but I taught and coached middle school and high school and middle schoolers are hilarious and yeah. I love like the women <laughs> that say they miss the baby and the infant stages I'm like no <laughs> I don't miss that <laughs> at all yeah I mean she was cute and we were very lucky she's Mm -hmm. has been easy so far we're expecting something at some point but (laughs) because she's just learning and she's growing and it's good but middle school and a friend of mine whose daughters are in high school yeah because I was talking to her about something that I was just okay how do I help my daughter with these things Mm
1: -hmm. and she
2: said we do really good of teaching our kids who God says they are and just Mm -hmm. affirming them and all these things. But then we forget to teach them that when they step out into the world and she said, and it really hits in middle school Mm -hmm. that the world isn't going to say those same things. So how do you navigate? And again, identity,
1: Mm
2: -hmm. identity, you know, and I tell her it's so, and then we were talking about something in a situation in my own life that is very frustrating. And again, this friend mentioned the word dishonor. Mm -hmm. And I went, oh, I think that's my frustration right now with this situation that happened. I mm-hmm. feel very dishonored by mm-hmm. somebody. And it's where I thought I was giving and helping and really doing everything I could to assist and all mm-hmm. this stuff, never reciprocated and
1: mm-hmm.
2: just feeling very dishonored in that. And my child, who has been very frustrated with some things with friends, because you know everyone's trying to figure out their identity Mm -hmm. and where they stand and how do do I fit in here and how do I do this? And and I just turned and I said, here's what I've been thinking because this is how I feel. This is why I'm frustrated, I realized. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Do you feel dishonored by this friend? And she kind of, okay, explain that a little more to me. And I said, like, you're being a good friend. You're doing what you can to be a friend, to be nice, to be kind, you know, yeah. to help her when you can but then when there's a crowd of people she becomes someone different where she kind of picks on you instead of being that friend to you yeah but you would not do that to her so do you feel that's feeling dishonored mm-hmm. and her eyes just got so wide and she said yes and it was almost like she took a breath like that's exactly
1: mm-hmm.
2: how i feel and i think for whatever reason that the doors had to close where I was yeah and I even already know some of that and just from talking to some other people and I think kind of understand why that wasn't even a good fit for me Mm -hmm. going forward and that's fine and it's good but just teach my daughter you can also have these feelings and these emotions and you can acknowledge them Mm -hmm. and say but yet I still trust but Mm -hmm. yet I still you know and yes the world is saying something extremely different. So Uh how do we then say what they are saying does not belong Uh where God has me, where they're going to say those things because they don't understand their Mm -hmm. own identity. They don't understand who God is calling them. They don't have parents who are speaking these truths Mm -hmm. into their lives and who are very intentional about that stuff. So how then can I say, and go out and deal with it. Cause it doesn't just mm-hmm. go away. And she was like, well, what do I do, <laughs> what mm-hmm. do I do? And I was like, ask questions. You know, questions mm-hmm. are wonderful things that we should use more of. Why are you doing that? Why yeah. did you say that to me? You know, mm-hmm. I said, and you don't have to reveal how it made you feel. I said, cause there are some people, once they realize they've kind of pushed your button, Mm. I said, and it's all because they're insecure. It really has nothing to do with you, but it's very indicative of where they are. Mm. I said, so you can just ask, why did you feel it was important to do that? Or why could you not listen to me when I was trying to explain that? You know, just questions. And then it kind of makes the other person pause. Right? Is it going to be perfect and work magically? Mm. No, but I Mm. think as adults, we, we should do
1: that too you know
2: and just that communication and Mm -hmm. everyone's just trying to figure stuff out and I think we're all doing Mm. most of the time we're doing the best we can with what we have right now
0: yeah right
2: and sometimes it works and it's beautiful and it's marvelous and some days it just blows up in our face and we're like well Mm. I was wrong (laughs) misjudged (laughs) that one right what can I do to Who do I need to apologize to? How can I correct this? Or maybe just okay, God, like do something.
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Make it marvelous,
2: you know. And it's just again like the last book, Stained Glass Life. It's stained glass is broken pieces of glass put together to make a picture. And I was like, even on my best day, I am jacking things up. (laughs) Even on my best, yeah. I'm probably messing something up or yeah. getting something wrong, yeah. And God's like, it's I can use this, I can yeah. use this, well, where, you know, to where make this beautiful get, picture,
0: yeah. Ashley, where can everybody get your books and spark dot living.net is your website, yes. Living.net is that where they can get your books and everything, too?
2: They can, yes, there's tabs, they're both available on Amazon, so that's okay. the easiest thing to do.
1: Okay.
2: Um, and I'm happy to. And even if we want to do something fun for people listening, if they repost this yeah that they've listened to this podcast, Mm -hmm. then and tag us both in it. Okay. Then we'll pick a winner and I will send someone a copy of both books. That's
0: awesome.
2: And happy to do that. And if people are interested in life purpose coaching, they can contact me. And again, there's a contact form on that. Okay um, what on my website and just mention that you heard me on Shanna's podcast and we'll do a 20 minute free, 20 minute call. Maybe life coaching is for you and we'll figure that out. And if it is, let them know what to go forward, how to do that, what's involved. And if not, they got a 20 minute call and I got to meet someone new. So it works for everybody. I think that's, but I'd love to do that for people.
0: Yeah. So you guys, you heard that and I'll put your website in the show notes so they can see it as well. And and they won't have to try to be like, what'd she say? What'd she say? Um, (laughs) yeah, but I'm so glad you said all that and are you giving those away and that you, uh, said so many profound things today. I think that there's a lot of people that listen to this show. I think that are in a place of needing, okay, Lord, like, I know you've called me, but I don't, I don't know exactly what it is and I don't know how to get there. So I wanna encourage you all to reach out to Michelle and um, set up a call with her, you know, and see if this is something that might help you because we all need to be in our places, taking our place in the kingdom. I mean, this Mm -hmm. is like, we're coming down to what I believe is the end of days, okay? Mm -hmm. I've just, I've been really studying it and there are so many things lining up to, wow, just the coming of the Lord. And so we don't have time anymore to just, you know, live in a way that we're not constantly hearing from the Lord and we're not walking out what he says for us to do you know even if that is just being a mother in this season well God's called you to disciple your children you know (laughs) it's not just called you to just be a passive mother you know so Mm -hmm. anyway I just hope that some people will connect with you and get some of your resources and possibly you know set up some sessions with you that'd be great
2: Awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah. It's been well, so fun. It has been so thank fun. You. Thank our, you so much. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for sharing today.
2: And thank you. And thank you for what you're doing to just remind people that <laughs> all is not lost when things go wrong, that there's yeah. hope and that there's a God who's for us and fighting for us. And in yeah. all the episodes that I've listened to of yours, it's just, hey, things don't always go according <laughs> to our plan and our list. And they don't
0: ever go according to our plan. First,
2: very rarely. <laughs> and yet God is so for us and it's just insane how for us he is and has so much more for us so I thank you for just Mm -hmm. speaking hope and